0: All right, well, this is Dom Deals, and this is my uh, podcast. I'm attempting several things to do in my podcast, and one is to talk to people who are a lot smarter than I am. So uh, <laughs> that way my my podcast doesn't get blamed as some weird guy because I've got sharp people that I can talk to. And today I'm talking to J.B. Hicks. This is a second time that we have Zoomed and... Uh, I've got to interview him. I I know he thinks I'm just kind of saying good things to to blow smoke here, but I have so appreciated his writing, his ministry, and his book. I've read volume one, Spirit of the Antichrist, twice. (laughs) And I'm working through the second time, Spirit of the Antichrist, volume two. Now, these things are happening. I am a newspaper reader uh, Lord, forgive me for that, but I, I read newspapers. I made a, my bivocational ministry, always included a full-time job on some newspaper staff, and I'm, I don't know if I'm proud of that or just like to brag about it, but <laughs> uh, I remind people that the concept in our country, our world, even the uh, Gospel of Luke, Luke was a physician, they tell us. Uh, I recognize him as a journalist. He was a careful, fact-filled, source-seeking journalist. And so the Bible is a journalistic book. It's a historic, factual book. And I wish, I wish I could tell you today that you can trust journalism. But I, I need to tell you the opposite of that. I, as a, as one that's been there, uh, I love the old journalist Mark Twain and those kinds of people, and we have some good ones today, but you better beware, and that brings us to the topic of the book, The Spirit of the Antichrist, and now Volume 2. I suspect that Volume 3 is underway.
1: How's that going? Well, Don, thank you.
0: Thank you for doing this.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Don. I'm sorry that you uh, you had to deviate from your objective today of getting people smarter than you on the show, but we'll, we'll make do. I definitely don't feel smarter than you, let me tell you. Uh, but yes, actually, uh, I am working on my next book. It's not going to technically be a volume three, but it is going to be in the same vein. We're calling it Spirit of the False Prophet. Hacking and Tracking Humanity. That's the working title. Uh, Pretty locked into that now, but of course things could change as we uh, get the book finished and get it out to the uh, typesetters and so forth. But uh, Lord willing, that'll be available to the public in October, but we'll keep you posted on that. And then I'm sure we'll uh, connect once again once it's once it's out there. But uh, that book is going to focus uh, specifically on uh, a lot of the things that are happening to set the stage for the false prophets' role in the end times, you know, in the same way that the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work among us, as John tells us in 1 John 4, he also tells us that many false prophets have gone out, and of course one false prophet in the future will serve as the Antichrist's right-hand man, and he will be in charge of uh, tracking everyone globally and, uh, you know, either allowing or forbidding them from buying and selling, and it'll be a, you know, full-spectrum planetary control grid. And so we do see a lot happening in that regard today. I I do touch on it uh, in a couple of chapters in Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 2, but we're going to take a a much uh, deeper dive into all of that in that upcoming book. But uh, there's no question that things are happening at, at light speed today. I tell you what, um, folks, uh, if they haven't checked out the books, they can go to spiritoftheantichrist.org. Again, spiritoftheantichrist.org. Um, But, uh, yeah, we're, I'm happy to be back on with you and, and lo- love to uh, sort of dissect some of the current events and and uh, let people know kind of how we see it through a biblical lens.
0: Well, one thing I wanted to uh, ask you to comment on on some of these things, very political things for sure, and trying to separate the uh, truth from the lies and the propaganda from the uh, journalism aspect, the well-balanced aspect. Talk to us a little bit about, and one of the things I I so much like in both volumes of Spirit of the Antichrist is an appeal to Christians to be alert, uh, to be informed, uh, some things that we ought to do in the way that we pray about our country, our world, and our churches today, and what what's happening. We know, and from just just watching, that things are happening really fast uh, on the world scene. There's all kinds of trends and predictions, including everything from World War III to um, famine to worldwide uh depression and depression again in this country elon musk just recently i heard him talk about that we could expect if the bank failures continue at the rate they're they're advancing right now we can expect in this country and across the world another depression akin to the one in 1929 so my folks would know more about that than maybe the z generation that i'm trying to talk to these days. But what about Elon Musk and the news and those kinds of things that are are talking about the aspect of what we're getting ready to go through?
1: Yeah. So, Don, it, it's so important these days, more than ever before, for God's people to stay in God's Word. You know, Psalm 119, verse 104 says, "...through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore..." I hate every false way. And, uh, you know, if you know much about Psalm 119, I'm I'm sure you do, but for our listeners, it's, of course, the longest chapter in the Bible, but it's also a chapter that's all about the value and benefit of God's Word. And there are several key terms that are used in that chapter to refer to the Bible, things like precepts, um, judgments, uh, you know, the Word, of course, things like that, um, the law, but you know, this verse really is should be a foundational verse for all of us. The way we get understanding, the way we can correctly navigate these crazy times is through the Word of God. And that's what's going to lead us to identify and shun all of the the false ways and the lies. That next verse goes on to say, "Your word is a lamp to my feet yes. and a light to my path." And so we need that kind of a light today uh, because uh, you know, there's so much deception out there, and as a sign of the times, uh, the church today is just simply not discerning. Um, most of the churches today are apostate; they've gone woke. Um, and you know, a perfect example of that is Elon Musk, whom you mentioned. You know, I, I uh, you know, really have concerns about him. You know, he is absolutely not on our side. He is a transhumanist. Uh, he has an out-and-out transhumanist. He's working on um, all kinds of technology uh, to develop a brain-computer interface like Neuralink. Um, and I understand that he has kind of crossed over and has become the darling of Fox News. And as you so correctly said in your opening uh, Christians uh, and all people need to be very careful of the news today. It is completely controlled. It actually has been for decades. Uh, I talk about that in in volume one uh, with Operation Mockingbird. Um, but unfortunately, uh, many people think just because he's he's on with Fox News and he's kind of anti-establishment, you know, he 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 comes out and speaks against things like uh, you know the, the controlling the uh, social media and uh, you know, he says some things that we might resonate with, but we've got we've got to stop thinking in terms of sound bites, Don, and start seeing people for their worldview and for what they really stand for. and I believe he is a classic example of controlled opposition. Uh, I don't trust him. Uh, obviously, he's working hard to create God in the image of man, um, and uh, he may not be as blasphemous and blatant in some of the things that he says, like someone like Yuval Noah Harari, but make no mistake about it, this guy is On the dark side, so, um, but he's right. You know, like I said, you know, even a even a you know blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. So he's right when he talks about you know the coming World War III. He's right when he talks about uh, you know some of the uh, you know UFO stuff that he mentions. Now he is not right in terms of interpretation of it. It's all spiritual and dimensional and demonic. I'm going to be talking about that in my. And the upcoming weeks in my uh, uh, Tuesday night Prophecy Night, and we just introduced that topic uh, this week on Tuesday, in fact, with looking at some of the spiritual entities and, and, and evil spirits uh, from Scripture. But, so he's, he's right on some things, um, but it's all shaded in a worldview that is not biblical, and he, in my mind, is just a pawn in the game
0: good well and i and i hope people recognize what we're saying is that without our christian worldview we we need to understand that dark and light uh, are, are cannot be mixed and we call some of it light just because someone can uh someone I, no doubt is he's got a, a sharp mind and and uh, others like him but if we're not careful these sounding good of words will will get to us one of the things that's coming up and i've been encouraging people if they have not uh, considered it that they consider going to some prophecy conferences where these uh these subjects are just honed in on and a focus comes to help us to create Christians need to really in this day and hour have a Christian worldview that we're able to discern and look at these other things. So on May the 20 let's see, it's, it's actually Friday and Saturday, May the 26th and 27th, right here in our area at Tulsa at the uh, Mid-American Prophecy Conference. And I've gone to these several years And I just grow in leaps and bounds in my Christian worldview. And I can help other people then see and find hope because God is in control. None of these things are taking God by surprise. Tell me a little bit about what you're going to be speaking about on those two days, Friday and Saturday in May, just just a month from now.
1: Yeah, so that's, uh, as you said, it's the 14th annual Mid-America a Prophecy Conference. I've had the privilege of being there. Uh, this will be my seventh year, I believe, and um, love love that group. Uh, it's uh, Some of the headliners are Andy Woods will be speaking. He speaks there often. He's speaking again this year. We've got Tommy Ice. Both of these men are dear friends of mine. I've worked with them for years. Uh, Tommy, I've worked with for decades. Uh, well, Andy, too, uh, 20 years or more now. Um, uh, and uh, these guys are leading experts in Bible prophecy. And uh, and then we've got uh, Philip Goodman, of course, is the director and uh, the founder of this conference. Sweet man of God, incredible mind, uh, really love him. Um, we've got uh, Job Martin is a creation scientist. I've had him in my churches uh, before. Uh, he's going to be speaking as well. Uh, and then uh, some new speakers this year that I'm not familiar with, but you're right, it's May 26th and 27th. Uh, that's a Friday Saturday. It starts uh, first thing Friday morning at nine o'clock. It's held at the Marriott uh, Hotel in uh, Southern Hills there in Tulsa. Uh, most people get in uh, Thursday night, and then uh, we start and, and go all day uh, Friday, and then it goes until about one o'clock or so. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it goes until about five o'clock on Saturday. So two full days, uh, and my messages. I'm speaking twice this year. Uh, my first. Message is called uh, the Great Satanic Reset: A New World and an Old Enemy. And then I'll be speaking on Saturday on Transhumanism, Creating God in the Image of Man. And we're going to get into a lot of the uh, AI uh, talk that we've uh, talked about here at Not by Works on our uh, podcast, and we we get into this a lot in Volume Two uh, of Spirit of the Antichrist, Chapters Two and Three. So fantastic conference! Uh, encourage p- folks to sign up. No matter where you come from, it's uh, it's very conveniently located there in in uh, central you know in the central part of the country, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, May 26th and 27th. Uh, very reasonable cost. You can stay right there at the hotel. That's what we do. Just very convenient to run up and down to your room if you need to take a break or get something. Uh, but don't miss it. Uh, I'm trying to look at some of the other conferences here. Uh, Doctor Woods is going to be speaking on how Dan how did Daniel warn us about the coming tribulation, and he's also going to be talking about setting the stage for the coming storm. He's always got some phenomenal material. Another friend of mine is speaking, Charlie Bing. Uh, he's going to be uh, speaking as well. So just a wonderful conference. I consider it a, you know, a privilege to be a part of this group and to to be one of the speakers. Uh, interesting side note, some of you may remember at last year's Mid-America Conference, it's always uh, in the spring or uh, I think it was in May again last year, um, It was right after volume one of my uh, recent two books had come out. And we were facing all sorts of spiritual uh, attacks and spiritual warfare straight out of Ephesians 6. You know, the devil does not like it that we are exposing him. And not only are we exposing uh, the lies of these great last days of deception and all of the manifestations of the spirit of the Antichrist, but we're also proclaiming a clear and accurate gospel. And he hates that more than anything. And so I had uh, been speaking. Ah, uh, the weekend before the conference, at another conference, uh, promoting Spirit of the Antichrist Volume One, And I came down with acute attack of appendicitis in the middle of my message, literally, uh, you know, couldn't could hardly even finish the message. It was an excruciating pain, got through the message, came off the stage, ended up uh, in the hospital having an emergency appendectomy that night. and uh, and because of that, I wasn't able, I was still in the hospital recovering because I had some complications, so I was not able to attend last year in person, but uh, Philip Goodman and the folks there graciously allowed me uh, to uh, do my two messages last year via video, uh, so I hate that I missed everyone, and, and so in, in this this case, this year, uh, Lord willing, it'll be my first time to physically be in Tulsa for the conference in two years, and I missed everybody there last year, missed hanging out with you, Don, and uh, can't wait to be back again. Uh, next month uh, there in Tulsa.
0: All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. And like I said, uh, some of the people who follow my writing and my podcast and my uh, blogs and columns and so forth uh, will readily, if they have read, uh, when they read your writings, they will understand where I get some of my great, great material. I have so grown in things that I thought I had a handle on and it's, like I said at the opening, things are happening so fast. Since we have talked last time, we have had, I believe, got close to the brink of World war, three nuclear exchange. We have a, a some of the most unreal, unbelievable things happening in our culture. So I, I know that your some of those things will be touched on at the conference, but. In a kind of a capsule type format as we uh, complete our broadcast, our time together today, what, what about things like the spy balloon, the uh, UFO reports that are so openly uh, talked about now, the, the actual other things that have come to light on the murders of Robert Kennedy and John F. Kennedy and some of the things that the FBI has involved itself in, some of the lockups, a loss of liberties in this country that I thought we would never see, and how that all fits in with the the picture of the spirit of the antichrist,
1: yeah, it it really is amazing. it It's almost impossible to you know, to keep up with it all. But I'm reminded of First Thessalonians chapter 5, where Paul tells us, you brethren are not in darkness, so that that day should overtake you as a thief. In the context, he's talking about the day of the Lord, the coming tribulation judgment, uh, which is not going to catch us off guard, because he goes on to say, you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober, and so that's what we're trying to do. Is is, and that's what you're trying to do as well. Is watch and be sober to see what's happening in the world and try to make sense of it through the lens of Bible prophecy. Uh, but yeah, we see we need to understand there are really two fronts on this spiritual battle. At the top level, you see Satan trying to take over control of the universe from God. He sought to usurp God's throne in heaven, staged a coup. He was uh, soundly defeated and cast down to the ground, as we read about in Ezekiel 28. In fact, I I wrote a good article. I might just put a plug in for it just uh, a couple days ago now, I think it was. uh, But it's the most recent article on our website, and it's called Satan, the ill-fated interloper. And it's all about how Satan is nothing but a doomed uh, intruder into the affairs of God, who tried to usurp God's control, he's failed. He's going to fail again. He's already been defeated at the cross, and God is in heaven laughing at what he's trying to do. He's nothing but like an annoying trespasser who keeps, you know, climbing over the fence, uh, trying to, you know, insert himself into the situation where he doesn't belong. Uh, the kingdom is not. Uh, Satan's kingdom. It's God's kingdom. And so I encourage folks to check out that article. It's, I think it's in the number two spot, maybe even the number one spot on our uh, uh highlight carousel at notbyworks.org. That's our main website, notbyworks.org. Spiritoftheantichrist.org is a page on our website where you can go to learn more about the books. But so so we need to understand, Don, that there's a there's a spiritual aspect, an unseen aspect to this battle where Satan and his evil spirits, the demons and the Nephilim, and some of these others are trying to work together to influence the affairs on earth. But then, of course, there's the earthly realm, where Satan has his human accomplices, his human co-conspirators that are fast at work uh, trying to prepare the way for the rise of the Antichrist, exactly the way the Apostle John tells us it's going to happen in 1 John, uh, in his his first letter uh, that he wrote, uh, chapters 2 and chapter 4. So, Uh, As far as things that I've got my eye on, you know, you're definitely right uh, to be concerned about all of the saber rattling. We've got uh, the Russia-Ukraine battle, which is not at all like what it's being reported. Uh, That's a proxy war, and it's an attempt uh, on the part of the Luciferians to provoke the United States into joining in a hot war and they may end up succeeding. If the Lord doesn't come back soon, they may end up succeeding before the rapture even happens, and we could find ourselves in a hot war, as you talked about. But we see the the uh, Iran and uh, Israel tensions flaring up, and Turkey has recently aligned themselves with Iran. That's straight out of the pages of Ezekiel 38, the Battle of Gog and Magog. We see uh, tensions between North Korea and South Korea, And the U.S. is sending more troops over there uh, in preparation for something that could happen there. Of course, there's always China and Taiwan and that whole issue. So all of these things are are heating up. You get the sense that, uh, you know, even though there's not one evil puppet master that's pulling the strings uh, monolithically about all of this, you still get the sense that there's something behind the scenes at work, you know, hurtling us toward a, a global event of some kind and you know i think that's why it's more important than ever for people to be prepared you know proverbs 22:3 3 tells us that the wise man sees trouble coming and prepares for it the, the book of uh, proverbs also tells us that although the horse is prepared for the day of battle uh deliverance is from the lord so we're supposed to prepare uh, we don't just roll over and wave the white flag of surrender god has us here for a purpose and we are intended uh, to fight the battle uh, as long as we can until he calls us home, either at death or at the rapture. Uh, but we're never supposed to be scared because these things, uh, though they are a reality and though they are unsettling from a human perspective, all of them point to the ultimate victory of our Lord. Uh, they're setting the stage. You know, it's kind of like in a, in a football game when the uh, underdog, when the losing team, not necessarily the underdog, but the losing team is desperate, and they start throwing Hail Marys and doing trick plays and going for it on a fourth down because, you know, they can tell that there's no hope. You know, they've really lost, and they're doing everything they can to desperately try to somehow pull out a miracle. Well, that's what Satan's doing now. He's lost. He's defeated. He's got no chance. He's a great big loser, but he's certainly doing everything he can to to, to cause havoc and and and, you know, desperately seek Uh, to win an unwinnable war. And so that causes collateral damage. And those of us that are alive today in this present age, we're dealing with it. Uh, But all of that should just keep help us keep our eyes on the clock that's winding down. And someday, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, is going to come back. He's going to take the throne and rule in perfect peace and righteousness. And Satan is going to take his place in the eternal lake of fire, uh, ultimately with the beast and the false prophet, the Antichrist and the false prophet. And he's going to be tormented day and night, forever and ever. So it really should, Don, excite us uh, as we as we see the stage being set even though it's troubling and it does have practical implications. uh, You know, we can get into some of the economic issues and some of the uh, spiritual issues in the church in terms of apostasy. We can talk about uh, perversion and the gender surrender movement and the transgender issues. There's a lot happening out there, but let us not, uh, you know, forget. We need to keep our eyes on the lord fix our eyes on jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith
0: amen very good yeah uh, the artificial intelligence is a scary thing but we're not given the spirit of fear we do know that the lord we we have been we've been told about this for 2000 years that this is picking up speed these things are going to happen all of these partnerships and uh, I never thought that I would see it and like I, I, I like to brag almost about being 77 years old now <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, I never I never thought I, I used to always think of more things been in the future the idea that we could be locked away for our faith. so I appreciate thank you for being truthful and honest and giving us giving us some light and hope in this this present hour God's in control. And so, uh, again, I hope that people will read your your books, understanding that these are things that are Bible-based truth for the believer as we develop our, our Christian worldview. So uh, we're looking forward to the Prophecy Conference i'm looking forward to your next book i'm reading like i said i'm reading through the second time in volume two of the antichrist if we can get our handle or get our get our minds wrapped around some of these things that does help us to understand that god is is not he's not giving up his throne
1: uh-uh. so yeah he's not asleep at the wheel it may seem like it but uh you never forget a better day is coming. And, um, yeah, one one final thing I wanted to mention, because you, you talked about, uh, you know, JFK and RFK and some of the revelations we're finding out there. Of course, you know, top-level researchers have been studying that since the 60s, and we know that the uh, Warren Commission was a complete to uh, fake. But uh, there was an organization called COINTELPRO, and I actually talk about this in Volume 1, uh, Chapter 10 but COINTELPRO stands for Counterintelligence Program, and that's a project that the FBI started in 1956. It supposedly ended in 71, but it, it really hasn't ended. But that's where agents of the government, particularly the FBI, infiltrate certain political and activist organizations, uh, and they're paid by the FBI, and they begin to target individuals, movements, groups, all, all kinds of things. And it's the way they foment unrest. And I think, Don, we're seeing a lot of that today. And that's just another reason uh, that we need to keep our eyes on the Lord and recognize that not everything is as it seems, brother. And I think people know that. They're learning that more and more. But uh, if you really want to understand, you know, the light and understand what's really uh, happening, uh, we need to go stay in the Word, like we said at the outset here. Uh, If we're going to learn the difference between truth and falsehood, You've got to start with a standard of truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, You need to start by placing your faith in Him as the only one that can save you from the penalty of sin. And then as a believer, you need to stay in that word so that it will illuminate darkness from light and illuminate falsehood from the truth.
0: And should we be praying for Elon Musk Uh, how should we be praying for Him?
1: You bet. I mean, Jesus said, pray for your enemies. And so we certainly do want to pray for uh, people in power that have influence to come to faith. I mean, how amazing would that be if Elon Musk or someone like him could use their intelligence, their technology, their connections uh, for good instead of for evil? And uh, so absolutely pray uh, for all of those in power that the Spirit of God would convict them and they would come to faith in Christ.
0: All right. Well, I won't keep you all day, but one other thing I kind of touched that I uh, touched on earlier about this idea of Great Depression, I did not realize it until I started doing some research. But we did not have anyone die of starvation in the Great Depression. And mm-hmm. uh, outgrowing in my yard is a thing called lamb's quarter. Now, <laughs> I don't want to get us way off on something, but I picked me a mess of it. It's it's the old it's it's wild greens is what it is. And people learn how to survive. All of that to say that we have at our disposal as Christians ways to survive and keep our hope strong. And you have alluded to it in today's uh, broadcast. I so appreciate that. And again, I encourage people to, to come to the Prophecy conferences, stay in the word, as you've alluded to and uh, keep on seeking after the Lord. My Amen. brother, I thank you so much. I look forward to bringing you some recipes on how to do wild greens.
1: Amen. Well, we we will take it. You got <laughs> to be able to think for yourself and be self-sufficient. Don, you are an incredible uh, uh, gentleman and a scholar and a friend, and thank you for helping get the word out, and I uh, look forward to, to seeing you in Tulsa. I'll even let you buy me dinner. How about that? I'll do it. I'll I'll (laughs) I'll treat. I'll treat. My daughter will be with us, my wife. uh, Really looking forward to seeing everyone again. Uh, I've seen some of the folks there, like Andy and I have worked together since then, but uh, uh, we tend to do several things each year. But a lot of the attenders and uh, local folks there in Tulsa I didn't get to see last year, and so looking forward to reconnecting.
0: Great. All right. Well, we'll see you then, as the scripture says, Maranatha. Amen. Maranatha to you.
1: All right. Thanks, Don. God bless.